It is a blessing to be back on Search the Scriptures today. It's always wonderful to be able to open up God's Word and study with all of our listeners on this radio program. On Search the Scriptures, we keep saying that we try to do exactly as the name of the program suggests. We get into God's Word. We do it on an in-depth basis. We look at it in detail. We dig deep. We try to look at the meat of the Word, not just do some surface-level studying. We want to know what the Word says. We try to explain that, though, in a way that is easy to understand and that really does make sense for your personal life on a daily basis. We hope that we are succeeding in our endeavors along that line. We pray about that. And we also pray for you, our listeners. We really do care about you. We think about you, and we do pray for you. We pray that as you continue to study with us and search the Scriptures, that your knowledge of God's Word is growing personally. And that as it grows personally, that you are becoming stronger and stronger spiritually. And as you do that, that you are becoming better equipped to make the decision as to what you're going to do about God's will for your life communicated through his word. We, as I said, we are praying for you. We do that on a regular basis. And we pray that you'll come to make the right decision. It's always wonderful to be here to study with Dennis Stackhouse. Thank you, Gary. I am certainly blessed to be part of the program as well with you today and certainly want to welcome those who are listening. We're glad that you tuned in to search the scriptures. You know, I thought today, Gary, because it happened again uh, on days that we've designated to gather and make these recordings, I'll go into work early so that I can leave early to be here in time for our session. And my coworkers have gotten used to that. You know, they know I'm on the designated day, I'm going to be there early and I'm going to be leaving early. And they know that it's so I can come and record on this particular program. And many of them now have gotten to the point where if they see me leaving early on this particular day, they say, have fun recording. <laughs> and I think, you know, that's a good way to put it because I really do have fun when we come together to record here on Search the Scriptures. And I don't mean that in a flippant way, like a ho-ho type of fun, but rather in a way that's really exciting because we spend time studying God's Word in detail, in depth, and coming to a greater knowledge of who He is, what His will is for our lives. And I'm reminded when someone says that to me, I hope our listeners are feeling that same excitement in their lives as they study God's Word together with us. We do hope that this will be an encouragement for you and that it will be a way for you to be edified as you come closer to God. Amen. And you know, we, we have seen people being touched by this particular ministry mm -hmm. whose lives have changed. They've ended yes. up being baptized into Christ. That's right. Many, a great many, and they continue to, to come and visit with us at the Sunny Slope Church of Christ, those who live in the area where we are. Mm -hmm. And uh, just over the last couple of Sundays, we've had, again, additional people come and visit with us at services whom we'd never met before. That's right. And it's just wonderful to see them. It is. And we continue to pray that God will continue to bless this work. Mm -hmm. But ultimately, again, it's not for our glorification. It is for His glory. That's right. And we strive to serve Him by doing what we're doing here on mm -hmm. Search the Scriptures. Exactly. Dennis, we're going to continue with this study. 
and we're coming toward the close of this study, talking about three lines of sight, upward, inward, outward. Mm -hmm. And we're talking about how people need to focus to find everything they can get out of life. Mm -hmm. Now, when you say that particular statement or something like it, some people might, their minds might start running, you know, and their imagination just reeling. Everything I can get out of life. Well, you know, and, and ultimately they're probably focusing on a lot of worldly things. More than likely. But that, as we've tried to emphasize, is not where real happiness and fulfillment and meaning and purpose in life is found. No, it really isn't, Gary. Uh, hopefully our listeners understand that when we talk about worldly or physical or material things, we need to understand that there's going to come a point in time when those are gone. That's right. And they're temporary mm -hmm. at best. Right. And so often people look to these kinds of, of surface level, superficial fulfillments, you know, these areas where they can have a real hot night or uh, they can, you know, just let their hair hang down for part of an evening or maybe a couple of days, mm -hmm. but then they have to come back to reality. Yes. The effects of those things, of those particular kinds of endeavors are not long lasting. They're not fulfilling. It's just a temporary fix. And then they, mm -hmm. they're back to where they were. That's right. But what we're looking at is if a person will truly look to God and recognize him and respect him as God, mm -hmm. their creator, the one who started all that we see around us, but the one who gave them life, recognize his glory and magnificence, and as the scriptures say, his awesomeness. Yes. Well, then they can begin to look inward and develop a faith in God that can have real meaning and direction for their lives that ultimately will lead them to a better life. That's right. Not superficial betterness, mm -hmm. but long-lasting, deep, abiding, profound, life-directing betterness. Yes, and the good thing about that, Gary, when someone focuses their life in that direction, it not only has wonderful effects in this physical life, but the eternal aspect is as positive as it could possibly be. And that ultimately is what we ought to be looking for. It is. If we're just looking to this world and the things that this world can offer for, you know, betterment for our lives, mm -hmm. again, it's, it's superficial. It's, it's mm -hmm. temporary because it's temporal. It's of this world. Right. But if we're looking toward eternal things, mm -hmm. and that's where faith in God is, mm -hmm. and living your life for God... Well, then we're talking about far longer lasting than just the terms of this world right. is concerned. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, eternal, that's what we're really looking toward. Mm -hmm. That's where if we can get our lives ready for eternity, now that is profound. That mm -hmm. is fulfilling. It is. And that gives meaning to our daily living. Absolutely. So as a person is baptized into Christ, becomes a Christian changes their life, their sins are forgiven, they come to a into a state of salvation, then they begin to live a new life. Yes. Now there's the outward aspect. Mm -hmm. You look upward toward God first, and then you look inward to yourself 
and let that faith develop, mm-hmm. you respond to that belief in God, that recognition of God's glory and, and awesomeness by obeying, obeying him. Mm-hmm. But now you've got to look outward. Now yes. you've got to actually live the life of a Christian. Right. So it's not just wearing a name. Mm-hmm. It's not just going through some initial steps in a process and then you kind of stop. Mm-hmm. That's where a lot of people mess up. They yes. become Christians and then they kind of, okay, the deed's done now. Mm-hmm. And that's the end of the, of, the, of the process to them. Yes. The end of their spiritual walk to a great extent. Unfortunately. That's not the end. That should be just the beginning. That's right. And so we're talking in this particular section of this study, looking outward. We've got to live the life. How does Paul put it again in Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 24? And that you put on the new man which was created according to God in true righteousness and holiness. So you've got to put on that new man. Mm -hmm. And that new man has been created different than your old man. Exactly. Because it's with a spiritual emphasis. Right. In holiness and godliness. Mm -hmm. So we've got to live differently than we used to live. That's correct. We need to make up our minds to that, don't we? Oh, yes. We have to have a mindset which leads us in that direction or it won't take. Yes. In simple terms. Yes. Yes. You've got to live a changed life, the life of a faithful Christian. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, that's not how you were living before you became a Christian. Right. Because it's impossible to live a faithful Christian life when you're not living a faithful Christian life. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Sounds like double talk, but hey, some people, they have to have it put in a very elementary level. Sure. Before it starts to sink in. Mm -hmm. Not that they're they're stupid, just because... They, they're not thinking in enough depth mm-hmm. about a particular matter. Right. Now let's turn to Romans chapter 8. And how about reading verses 5 and 6? For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh. But those who live according to the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Now Dennis... What does it mean to be carnally minded? Carnally minded would describe someone who has their thoughts continually focused on the things of the world, the physical, the material, the temporal, as we've spoken of over the last few moments. Okay. So he makes a very basic fundamental point here. Those who live, in, live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh. Mm-hmm. That's where their focus in life is. Yes. That's and, being carnally minded. Yes. Now, when we say on things of the flesh, mm-hmm. and when we use that term carnally minded, mm-hmm. it does not necessarily connote just a sexual application. Some people think carnal, that's sexual, the flesh, that's sexual. Those are just small aspects of being fleshly minded and carnally minded. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think another way we could look at that or describe it, Gary, would be to say that someone has their mind set on the world because the term world, as it's used many times in the New Testament, describes a person or a mindset that is opposed to God. Yes, yes. And so it's a person who has their lives 
centered in this world, this existence. Exactly. They're not looking beyond, at least no. not very much. No, they're not focused on the spiritual things. It's totally upon the fleshly or material or worldly things. Yes. So uh, money, the things money can buy, mm -hmm. physical pleasures, mm -hmm. uh, relationships that are of this world, mm -hmm. pursuits and endeavors Position. that are connected with this world. Mm -hmm. Power. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Social you know, prestige, mm -hmm. all those things. Now, again, there's nothing necessarily wrong with any of those things if you take them in the right perspective. Yes. But the problem is, and, and that's what Paul is talking about and addressing here, when that is your primary focus mm -hmm. and drive in life, then that's where your life is centered. It's yes. not, it does not look beyond that Correct. to godliness, to eternal security. That's right. So, to be carnally minded then, he says, is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Again, it's a matter of focus, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. Yes, it is. Because to be carnally minded is to be, again, focused on the ways of this world, and that's going to come to an end. Yes, it will. And that's always going to end up in physical death, mm -hmm. unless the Lord comes again first. But if you're looking beyond the end of this physical life mm -hmm. to eternity, mm -hmm. well, now that's focusing on spiritual matters. Exactly. Let's drop down in this particular chapter to verse 12. And how about reading through verse 15? Therefore, brethren, we are debtors, not to the flesh to live according to the flesh. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body you will live. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. So we are debtors. Now he's addressing this to members of the church, to Christians, mm -hmm. and that's understandable, identifiable by the term brethren there. Right. Therefore, brethren, he's talking about those in the family of God, those mm -hmm. who are faithful Christians. Mm -hmm. And then he says, we're debtors, but not to the flesh, not to live according to the flesh, not the ways of this world, but to live, uh, but to live according to the spirit. Mm -hmm. and, and again, some people, they just mm -hmm. as some people, when they think of the ways of the world and, and carnal mindedness and flesh being fleshly minded, they think, you know, very narrow perspective sexuality. Mm -hmm. Paul is not saying here being led by the Spirit means miracles either, does he? No, certainly not. And a lot of people, again, they're very narrowly focused. You talk about the Holy Spirit, mm -hmm. immediately pops up into their mind, miracles, miraculous manifestations, such, such. That's not what he's talking about. No, not at all. He's talking about living by the teachings of God's Word, mm -hmm. which were written down by men who mm -hmm. were guided to write what they wrote by the Holy Spirit. That's correct. Second Peter chapter 1 mm -hmm. and verses 21-22, I remember that right. And then also, uh, as we've looked at many times, Second Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 and 17. That's right. The Word is given by inspiration of God. Mm-hmm. 
So this is God's word. Right. The spirit guided the writers to write God's word mm -hmm. accurately. And so when we're living by the teachings of God's word, we're being led by the spirit through exactly. those teachings. That's correct. And that's what Paul's talking about here. Mm -hmm. So as many as are led by the spirit of God, these are the sons of God mm -hmm. because they're being obedient to God. That's right. They're being obedient to God. Now, mm -hmm. you know, Dennis, there are a lot of people, I think, who have deluded themselves into thinking that they can live worldly lifestyles, that they can live in such a way that is unfaithful to God, but then they have some feeling that, oh, I'm being led by the Spirit. Oh, I love, I love God. Oh, I'm just open to the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. That's baloney, putting it <laughs> succinctly. I'm afraid so, yes. If you're living, if you're being led by the Spirit, properly, you're going to be faithful to God. Yes, you are. You're not going to be living a lifestyle of worldliness. Not at all. Because the two do not mix. They are not congruent. No. And uh, when we read in 1 John chapter 1, verses 5 and 6, that is made crystal clear that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. Mm -hmm. And he says, you know, if we say we have we're walking in the light while, rather that we have fellowship with God while we're walking in darkness, then we're deluding ourselves. We're, mm -hmm. we're you know, putting it on. We're lying, whatever. There's, yeah. It's not the truth. And that's exactly how John put it. He said, if we do that, we are liars. Very direct. <laughs> yes, contact. it is. Very direct. Yes. Now, so as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God who are living by the teachings of God's word faithfully. Mm -hmm. Not just that they've read them, agreed with them, believed them, but don't live by them. Mm -hmm. But being led by the Spirit means they're following the teachings of God's word. Absolutely. And you know, you can reinforce that in other passages from the New Testament as well, Gary. Uh, I think specifically in James chapter 1, we're instructed that we're not to be simply hearers of the word, as you suggested, were to be doers of the word. That's yes. what makes the difference. Absolutely. Absolutely. A lot of people hear it mm -hmm. and believe it. Yes. And they might even be humbled by it for a moment, mm -hmm. but they don't live by it. Well, you know, James again said, even the demons believe. Yes. But, yes. Enough uh, to tremble. Yes. But it didn't do them any good. Yes. Now, let's go to the 12th chapter of Romans, and how about reading verses 1 and 2? I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. When the Apostle Paul says that we need to present our bodies a, as, as a living sacrifice, that is active again, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. And that's really what you're talking about in James mm -hmm. chapter 1, about being doers of the word and not hearers only. Right. Paul says you've got to put your words into action. You say, oh, mm -hmm. I believe in God. Oh, I love Jesus. Oh, I love the Holy Spirit. He says you've got to live the life. Mm-hmm. You've got to be obedient. That's right. And you know, living the life 
is really a good demonstration as to whether or not someone has truly embraced the Christian faith. If they don't live it, I believe it's in Titus chapter 1, verse 16, where Paul there speaks about those who profess to know God, but by their deeds they deny him. Yes. So it becomes evident to everyone around us, is this individual truly living their profession or not? Yes. And in the second verse here in Romans chapter 12, Paul says, don't be conformed to this world. Yes. But be transformed. Mm -hmm. Now that means changed. It does. We understand that word. Is a, it's, a, it's a very active word, mm -hmm. very descriptive. Mm -hmm. Changed. Yes. Obviously changed from the ways of this world. Mm -hmm. And he says, by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Now, being transformed, not being a uh, being conformed to the, to the to this world, that's where a lot of people are. The, again, they talk a good game, impressive mm -hmm. game. Mm -hmm. They may use a lot of the right words. Yes. But then when they get away from that particular setting where they're trying to impress somebody, then you hear them use a lot of wrong words. <laughs> that's true. All kinds of profanity. They might even use God's name in vain. Mm -hmm. And you see them doing things and taking part in activities that are definitely of this world and that are not godly by nature. That's right. Now, Paul says that's not going to cut it. Oh, no. You cannot be conformed to this world. You've got to be transformed. Mm -hmm. Now, by the renewing of your mind, so that's going to come as we study God's word, we learn those teachings, believe them, and make the proper applications to our lives. Right. Our understanding grows, and as a result, as we implement those into our daily lives, our lives become transformed. Mm-hmm. Well, Dennis, our time is just about up, so we're going to have to stop here for today. But in our next program, we're going to continue this study, and we're going to look at Galatians chapter 5, a somewhat similar context, but perhaps a little bit more direct in some ways. And hopefully it'll open up some eyes and realize, boy, I can't keep living that way mm -hmm. if I want to walk with God. Yes. We do hope that you'll contact us. We'd be glad to send you a copy of this program today on CD. It's free, and we always look for the opportunity to send that free Bible study to anyone who will contact us and ask us for it. It is free also. We pay the postage. Please give us a call today.